0: The following podcast is a live the dream media production.
1: This podcast was brought to you by the Blacktop Grill, gourmet comfort food done right. Make sure to try their award winning eats located at 8300 North Thornydale Road. I want to welcome you to the Skinology Sessions podcast. I'm Marielle Ceniceros, licensed esthetician and owner of Skinology Skin and Body Studio. Why are we doing a podcast? Because we have a lot to say in an all-male-led network and really in an all-male-led world. And in this podcast, we're going to provide you with real-life tips and strategies for skincare, motherhood, business, and life. And this podcast is unlike any other out there because we're going to have rotating hosts and there's a whole team involved with this project and beginning with our sound engineer and producer nereida
0: hello i am nereida i am the one behind the audio during the podcast i am an audio engineer and the studio director here at live the dream media um i went to school for audio engineering that's how i got here i started as an internship. Um, I started it to learn, I did the school to learn recording, mixing, and mastering for music. I write and master my music. I also am an artist. I love to draw and paint, fashion, and also dancing. Yeah. Hello, I'm Lindsay. I am a 28-year-old Tucson native, born and raised. Um, I work alongside Marielle and Aliana and Selena, who are here with us today, too, um, at Skinology. I love it. Um, and I love coffee and popping pimples and waxing hoo haws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And over here, we have Selena, who came on board with us, too.
2: Hi, I'm Selena. I'm a mom, an entrepreneur who gets to create lash art and gives skin some TLC while empowering people to feel better ab- about themselves. I like to work out, I love sports. I like to find different ways to impact my health for the better. I like to build up my wisdom by learning and I'm kinda a Harry Potter nerd. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a Harry Potter nerd. Like even Fantastic Beasts and all that. Yeah,
3: absolutely.
2: And then we have Aliana. Uh-huh. Hi, guys.
3: Uh, my name is Aliana Carlos. I am 23, year, 23 years old, and like Lindsay, I was born and raised here in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, as well as that, I am a member of the Tohono O'odham Nation, um, and I'm a part of the Shuktok tribe, and I've been a licensed cosmetologist for five years. And I just started my business, Tohono Soul, this year inside Skinology, alongside these amazing women and I'm just so happy to be here. Um, I'm also a dog mom, Disney nerd, and just living life. I, I love my dogs, and I hang out with them, and I love these ladies, and I love working, and I'm excited to be here. Cool. So.
1: yeah. Sweet. Thanks for being here. Let's talk about the beginning, Lindsay. Oh gosh. Hmm. Okay, where should we begin? Um, I guess just where skinology began, and I think it's fascinating that the business was there before any of us. Right. And I basically worked in healthcare, worked in physical therapy, got burnt out, seven years of it, Mm -hmm. and then I decided I was going to go to beauty school where I met you. Mm -hmm. And then I never really had the opportunity to work for other people. I just kind of bought a spa,
0: and you joined me. You did. You took like the biggest risk I've ever seen anybody do. And I thought I need to be as crazy as this woman is and I need to get on board with her. Yeah. And I just knew it had to happen. And the place that you were at. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful space. Yeah.
0: I I took the kind of the normal quote unquote Mm -hmm. route that I think a lot of people do in beauty school where I started working for the corporations you know getting my name out there trying to build up that clientele initially and it was just really competitive and I didn't like it I didn't feel good in my own skin doing it or anything and I just knew I needed to branch off and do my own thing and when I saw you do it I was like that's it right that was like my sign and I'm pretty good with
1: encouraging is that the word sure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, we'll call it encouragement. I'm good at encouraging. And I mm-hmm. think when I just feel like something is right, I go with it. And that's mm-hmm. how it began with yeah. me not really working anywhere traditional and just like wanting to do my own thing. And I think because of that, I never was around competitive or catty women. It was always me competing against myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I came from the opposite where I was constantly competing and it was like a cutthroat environment. Just not... Very toxic. Yeah. And I just, yeah, didn't sit well. So,
1: and they made you clean bathrooms.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, about that? Cause yeah, they, um, the last corporate job that I worked, you know, as a skincare expert, as an esthetician, you know, your job is to go out and promote skincare and, w- you know, take, you touch people's faces, right? And you're cleaning them and you're nourishing them and you're taking care of them. And the last job that I worked, um, The manager looked at me and the other esthetician like we weren't really worth having around. Um, Like we weren't valuable. Like you were beneath them. Right. For some reason. Exactly. And so instead of letting us go out and talk to people about skincare or, you know, promoting that part and getting the clients coming in, she would shove us in the back room and have us go through like back stock and cleaning it out and scrubbing baseboards and like all of the little odd jobs that needed to be done around the place. And I was like, this is not what I paid, you know, several thousand dollars for in beauty school. Like this isn't what I should be doing. I, I should, like your time should have been better served yeah, doing other things yeah, because exactly. you're a licensed destitution. Mm-hmm. So. And it was just, yeah, it was a lot. and It was really heavy. And then prior to that, it was just so competitive working at the other place that I worked prior Um You know, it was very much so like, you know, yes, they wanted me to get clients in for facials and stuff, but they were more concerned about me making sales and selling products Mm. and doing all of that. And so it really wasn't skincare related at all. I can count on probably both my hands the amount of facials I did at my first job in comparison to like how many sales I had to make and all of that. So it was...
2: Yeah, kind of. So then did you come into Skinology with zero clientele? How did you guys build up? Yeah,
0: I had zero. I had nothing. And I was just like, I just knew I had to do it, though, and had to go for it. And I had full faith that it was going to work and it was going to happen. And I feel like it's a little unorthodox to a lot of people, but it was really the best decision I ever made. And I would not change it for the world, and I would never go back.
1: We had a roster of clientele when we bought the business, but it's not as easy as, okay, now you guys are my clients. You have to keep those clients and work hard and Mm -hmm. earn their trust in order for them to stay with you. And I have still a good handful of people that are still original clients from Mm -hmm. that transaction six years ago. Yeah. So I think I looked at Skinology as like a clean slate, Mm -hmm. um, and it was just a chance and an opportunity to do things my own way yeah, And I knew as soon as I walked in, like, this is it. I felt like somebody had created my dream and then just handed it over. And I feel like that was the universe because stuff doesn't happen that way. No. Right. I have chills. Like, literally. <laughs> yeah. It really is. It really is amazing that you have this empire. I remember the, <clears throat> the day we came to look at the space. My hubby and I sat at Starbucks and I'm like, okay, it's a lot of money. I'm terrified. But I feel like it's the right move. And the cool thing about him is that he's he's always go with the flow. Like, if I have certainty that something's going to work, he goes with it. So he's like, yeah, let's do it. Signed on Valentine's Day. And he likes to tell people that he bought me a spa for <laughs> Valentine's Day. He's <laughs> <It's> romantic. <laughs> yeah, he's romantic. He bought me a spa. So I'm not allowed to ask for flowers because he's like, no, I've already got you a spa. Quite the Valentine's Day gift. Right. So then... So Mina, you just
2: had your anniversary.
1: We just had our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Valentine's
0: Day is like the skinology anniversary. Yeah. 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 And I think it was a month after that is when I left my job and came here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: And it was just because I persuaded you, or because you were ready for a change, or or
0: all of the all above. of the above. All the above, nothing. probably. Or because you can't say no to me. Yeah. Y- I don't know what it is, but you are the hardest person in the world for me to say no to. <laughs> but I feel like that's me well in business. Mm-hmm. It's determination. It is. Mm-hmm. But I also know that if I keep saying yes, I know it's making like the right move. Sure. So I like the term relentless vulture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Vulture. That's what I feel
1: like sometimes because I'm like, let's go. Let's I go, let's actually go.
0: think that sums you up perfect, right? Yeah, I like it. Yeah.
1: And then uh, Selena came on board. Where were you at when I contacted you and I told you that this was your future?
2: (laughs) I had just graduated from pure aesthetics and I had just taken my licensing and was waiting for it to be in the mail. I knew I had passed because they really prepared us for that part. And I was taking friends and family only in my little tiny apartment and doing lashes and skincare, I knew I didn't wanna do something corporate. I didn't wanna sign a contract that would take my clientele. I didn't wanna um, be tied to a company that doesn't believe in me or how I want to feel empowered in my job. Like I want my brand to like represent how I believe and what I feel is the right thing to do. And corporations, a lot of times, you don't have that
0: power. No, not at at all. all. That's so beautiful.
2: So then, Marielle Instagrammed me. (laughs) 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 And I was going through the text messages, so it was a little different than how I had it in my head. (laughs) I kind of just, like you messaged me to come see your studio. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know it was going to be, I want you to rent my room. You
1: thought <laughs> I was just, like, inviting you to hang out? <laughs> just or? to see it. It was so
2: different. Like, I've never been approached like that where yep. you don't know it's a job interview kind of thing. And I just showed up. and She there
1: was looked something. prepared, though. Like, she came. Selena had a pencil skirt. Black pencil skirt. I remember. She had a white button-up. She had heels. And she had this whole, like, portfolio yeah. of her work. And when I saw that, I was like, "This is this is the one." Yeah, yeah. I
2: just came prepared. There's something like magical in that time. I had been really like manifesting a lot of change in my life, and it just I felt like this was like another new beginning. And we talked about that, like just meeting each other. Like mm-hmm. we knew right away that there was some kind of like universe magic that was happening between us.
1: Sure, to bring us together, together and to connect this, us. Yeah, and for me, when I was looking for a lash artist there was demand for lashes mm-hmm. I was even trying to get Lindsay to do lashes oh, at one gosh. point and she was so stressed out because she couldn't say no mm-hmm. I'm like Lindsay we need lashes get on it and it was stressful
0: I tried to do it for a month and
1: but she was... didn't just say no like yeah. just tell me no but she wouldn't <laughs> <laughs>
2: lashes are complex when I started I only had classic training mm. and over the years I've gone and just got so many different trainings and lashes and a lot of it was like Marielle would be like i want you to be trained in volume and i did but i needed that little push to to kind of give me the confidence to pursue it faster than my slow paced self like Mm -hmm. i take things easy and i thought i think through it and that's kind of cool about what Marielle does here and for all of us is even though you may not need a tug she knows you do, so she does it.
1: Yeah. I harass
2: all of you.
3: You Literally do. All of you guys all have of, been harassed all, absolutely. by Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I've personally been harassed by Mariel. <laughs> Raise your hand if you've been harassed by me. <laughs> so when I saw your Instagram that first day, let me tell you why I was attracted to to your page. I saw that you were a new grad and you were putting out all this content of these like beautiful, simple, classic lashes. And I thought, wow, this girl is fresh out of uh, beauty school. Like, she graduated last week. She already has an Instagram. She has, like, you know, good content. She's getting pictures out. That's the kind of hustle that I looked for. And that's what stood out to me from you and your and your content. But I think it was a little bit of universal alignment yeah, as I well. Yeah, I think so,
2: too. Mm-hmm. Instagram's a very powerful tool, especially a few years ago. Because you see a picture and you're like, I want that. And it can be anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm a firm believer that if you're going to invest in anyone, you need to invest in yourself and promote yourself to the T. Because no one's just going to walk through the door and say, I want you. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, sometimes that happens randomly, but it's not It's not for just everyone. And that works tell
1: that us about your certifications now, because you have multiple I do. I'm a three-time
2: lash lift certified. Um, I have it with Sugar Lash, Bella, and then from Pure Aesthetics. I am certified in EBL lashes. I'm certified in Bella lashes and Windy lashes. And then I had a cool lash training on top of the Bella with Nia. And I continue to take just, like, small little courses along the way, like, brows, um... Anything sanitary, whether it's a barbicide, it's very important just to keep learning because our industry is constantly changing.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then the last piece of the puzzle, Aliana, tell us how you came about.
3: Gosh, my journey to be where I am today was so complicated. You know, you just almost died. I, multiple times. Multiple times. You know, times. multiple times. I, um, since I was a little girl, I knew that I, I look back now and I'm like, I knew that I needed to be in this industry and I wanted to be in this industry. Um, I was obsessed with doing hair and my makeup. And I mean, I just, it was instilled in me. And then when I went into high school, they got serious about, you know, what you want to do. And I was like, I'm going to go to cosmetology school. I'm going to go to cosmetology school. People were like, shut up, Aliana. Like, you've said it enough. You're going to go. And I did. I went to cosmetology school and um, I graduated five years ago from the Aveda Institute of Tucson. And it was amazing, I loved it. Um, I loved the industry and after I graduated I went straight to doing hair. Um, that's kind of what you're taught, is what you know. You, you do hair, you do hair, you do hair. And we touched very little on skin uh, knowledge and you know, and learning that personally. And I went straight to doing hair. I was doing hair for about a year. And on January 1st of 2019, I was in a car accident on the freeway. And um, I was in chronic pain. I I began having chronic pain. And I was still employed at a a salon in Oro Valley. And I was hoping to go back. I was hoping to go back. You know, months go by, months go by. And I, I finally resigned four months later. And that was probably one of the best things that I've ever done. You didn't love it. I didn't love it. It wasn't, and I it wasn't the act of doing hair. I loved doing hair. I was good at doing hair. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good at it. Like, that's what I'm going to do. And it just wasn't my favorite. A lot energetically, it was very chaotic. And I didn't realize those things until after I was in my car accident. I did, I was going through everyday life and I didn't realize how um, upset I was every time I would go home and how sad I was every time that I would go home. I never realized any of those um, emotions until I literally was hit. Like the universe was like, you need to stop. Like, you need to reflect on your life, and that's exactly what happened. So, um, after my car accident, I was working, you know, small jobs here and there, and I actually was working at a small floral shop here in Tucson, two doors down from Skinology skin (laughs) and body studio. (laughs) Shout out to Forget-Me-Nots. Yes. Yes. Forget-Me-Nots, wonderful flowers. If you ever need flowers, Desi is amazing at what she does and what she creates, um not sponsored just not obsessed. sponsored just obsessed we <laughs> love her and um obviously previous you know previous helper and assistant there and one day marielle just walked on in with her sister and she was showing her sister the shop and i just walked up to right up to marielle and i just remember saying like i'm a licensed cosmetologist and you know i love you know i love what i do and i hope to get into skincare and i think that's
1: how we can i was like in my head like what the f are you doing here (laughs) yeah (laughs) why are you at a floral shop why are you working at a floral (laughs) shop with your license and it was like right then and there that I was like so like she's not in the right place right and
3: for me I felt like it was because I was still struggling with everyday pain um I didn't need anything consistent like I needed something just here and there like when people need me it worked out for me my schedule and my in my experience and what my body was going through, my body, you know, was handling trauma. Uh, it was my nervous system went into a complete shock. So I was working at that small floral shop, and I decided one day that I was going to schedule a facial with Marielle. And that is basically how she changed my life. <laughs> I started seeing her on a regular basis. And we just connected. I feel like we clicked right from the beginning. I really do. Like we just started talking and I told you my experience as a hairstylist and what I wanted to do and I wanted to do skincare and you have just been so patient with me and willing to share the knowledge. And I've been doing like, what, two or three years of Mm self-study since we had the conversation of...
1: Yeah, Lindsay and I kind of took Aliana under our wing and just basically showed her everything we know. Mm-hmm. And it was only because we liked her, she had a good energy. I think when we met, maybe you needed a little bit of the healing energy and you gave a little bit of the healing energy. So that was a nice exchange. But we just, I saw something in you that was potential. Yeah. And then since Lindsay never says no to me, I'm like, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Lindsay's on board. I'm like, Lindsay, we're
1: taking on a student. We're going to show her everything we know. And she's going to be a part of this team. And of course, Lindsay's like, okay, great.
3: Cool. Let's go. And it was the best thing that you guys could have ever done for me. Seriously. So, I mean, we've been doing this for almost, this is like our third year, I think, Mm -hmm. going on our third year. And I've just been spending time with Marielle and Lindsay. And they have been teaching me all of their amazing knowledge and It's really a blessing. And the universe works in mysterious ways, you guys. Like, it. Who puts somebody in three car accidents to be like, here is, like, this is it. Like, you need to be on this path. And I just wasn't getting it at the time.
1: Well, I think the universe kind of rocks your world when you're not on your right path and Mm -hmm. you're going to, like, fight it and fight it and fight it. Mm -hmm. And it's not until you. Let go. Let go and let God and let the universe that it's going to guide you to the right path.
3: One thousand percent. And I think I just had these blinders on since I was getting out of uh, cosmetology school. I just came out of school and I was like, this is the salon I'm going to work at. I'm going to thrive here. This is it. This is it. And I I really did not look at my options. Mm -hmm. I really didn't. I just was like, this is what I'm going to do. And I did it. And... I needed to go through it no matter what. I am wouldn't be the half of the person that I am today if I didn't go through all of those things and the pain and the healing process. Um I'm just I'm so grateful for all of the growth that has come a part of it and I'm I'm just
2: so happy to be here. And do you realize how much power you have now over the choices in your life?
3: Absolutely. One thousand percent. I and I feel like I'm somebody now who can stand up for myself, you know, and realize like this is what I wanna do. Like And I'm going to do it. I recently went to a three-day training in Chandler two weeks ago with SkinScript. And I just remember sitting there and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) Like a little kid. Like I seriously have never been so excited for education. I just sat there every day. I went to bed at 830. I would wake up. And I was just so excited for all the knowledge. And I truly am happy at where I am today. It really is a blessing.
1: Mm -hmm. I think it's amazing that you're able to do your own thing now. You're like a little bird that has flown the nest.
3: I know. Mm-hmm. It feels so good, too. Like, I really, Lindsay and Marielle and uh, Selena have shared all the knowledge that they can give me, and I wouldn't be where I am today without them. So, and that's the absolute truth. And just for them to be able to share that is is a huge blessing and,
2: and, and a rarity
3: these days, I think. So, I appreciate We appreciate it. you.
2: We do. We love you. Okay, ladies. So much. I have a question. So, with all of that being said, what is living the dream? What does it mean to each of you?
1: I think about this question back to that finance book we read mm-hmm. um, with Ramit Sethi, because it's kind of worded the same. What is your idea of success? So it's mm-hmm. kind of the same, <clears throat> the same concept, but and it's different to everyone. It's different to everyone, but for me, my idea of success is. Not setting an alarm in the morning. Like, I just want to wake up when I wake up, and that's when my day starts. And just that little thing for me is um, a big deal because I worked in the corporate structure, too, and, you know, it was like 12-hour shifts, and you're there early, and somebody and you else dictates... Can't be late. You can't be <laughs> late, no. no. <clears throat> and somebody else dictates your time. So the fact that I have control over my own schedule now is living the dream for me.
0: Mm -hmm. That's a really good one. Thanks. I think for me it's, you know, being surrounded by just, you know, having my own schedule. Number one, probably two is a good one, but um, just being surrounded by so much love and happiness. Like I feel it every day when I walk into work and it's not just, I mean, most of it comes from you guys, but my clients too. Like I have the best clients in the world, and I couldn't be more grateful. And so, and then I I just automatically feel abundant um, in every aspect because of that. And so to me, like, yeah, like, I feel like I already am living it. And yeah. It's happening. And That's kind
2: of what I said. I was like, yeah, I just want to be happy and move in love every day and have time to be with my favorite humans while doing what I love. It's it's possible. We're taught that we're, it's not, but it it really is, and I think all four of us kind of are living
1: proof that like the dream is possible, whatever your dream is.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely,
1: for we're me. all living the dream in in different ways. Yeah, Absolutely,
3: mm-hmm. one thousand percent. And for me, I it's it's peace. I lived in a very I lived a very chaotic life for so long, and to finally reach peace is like that's success for me just it's um it's something that I really never experienced and I, I value it a lot it's a it's a huge part and I think that's why I can thrive in other areas of my life so
1: I love that all of our ideas of success have nothing to do with money yeah. like mm-hmm. it's no, not monetary oh, gosh, at all. No. there's just so many things that are way more important mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah and it was after having the conversation with all of us last night that really got me thinking about it more and I was like I can't just think of, you know, whatever to describe this. But really, like, that's what it boils down to. Like, you guys and my clients. I feel like a queen. Like, I feel incredible because of all of you. Yeah. So all of us cried last night during the prep
1: work for this podcast. I'm sorry, guys. I know. <laughs> we're very emotional. <laughs> we I needed this. it. It's just because we're so grateful of each other. Mm -hmm. And I think this is why skinology works. It's more than just a spa. Like, it's an experience. You are a part of a family when you Mm -hmm. walk through that door. Right. Yes. And we're going to know everything about you. We're going to know everything about you and your boyfriend. We know it all. We hear it all. But it's sacred. It's a safe place.
2: It's not shared. It's like we're respecting Mm -hmm. your human self. Like, none of us are perfect. And this is a very unjudgmental place. And I think through this podcast, you guys are going to see how we go through life and make it a little easier on your own life by just listening to us.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like I said before, this is unlike anything out there, really. This is the first podcast of its kind because we're going to have rotating hosts. Mm -hmm. So, again, our togetherness works to have this team project, really. Mm
0: -hmm. I've got chills running up (laughs) and down my body right now. It's so amazing. And I'm so excited.
1: Change of pace Can we talk about your. Ten minute Brazilian, because I feel like that needs
0: to be. We can't leave this podcast without talking about vaginas. Okay, yeah. I mean, I knock, I knock a hoo ha out in ten minutes, guys. I don't know. And it's incredible,
3: (laughs) like it's speed you've never seen before. It's it's amazing.
0: Yeah, and her craft. If you would have asked me ten years ago if I would be waxing hoo haws for a living, I would have probably laughed at you and been like, "Hell no, get that away from me, absolutely not." But I don't know. She is a pro. And she's fast, and you're efficient,
1: and Mm -hmm.
0: I think people love you for that. Yeah, I love it so much. And, like, after a client gets waxed with me, I just see their demeanor change, like, immediately. And they're, like, all of a sudden radiating and just, like, beaming with this confidence, and they feel like a whole new woman. I'm just, like heck yeah, Absolutely. Like,
1: let's go. Once you wax somebody Brazilian, I mean, you're best friends instantly. Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't
0: have any filters on whenever I'm doing a Brazilian wax. We talk about anything and everything, and I make it be as fun as possible. Like, let's be real. Like, it's not the most comfortable thing in the world to get done or anything, but it should just be fun and enjoyable, and it's way better for you than shaving. And fast, because no one wants yeah. to lay there like spread eagle for longer than <laughs> right, 12 minutes. yeah. No. Like we were in beauty school. Remember how it used to take us two hours oh, wow. to do Torkers. one in beauty school? Oh my gosh! And then I thought I was doing great when I got it down in one hour and all of that. And <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, yeah. Then I realized in the workplace, I'm like, oh, I can't have someone sprawled out on my table for an hour like this. We can't do that. No, we we've gotta. We've come,
1: gotta come gotta a long way. Work on that. Yeah. So what about random beauty tips? Because that was on our list to talk about.
3: I will start off this one. Um, eucalyptus in the shower. That is my favorite beauty tip, Mm. self-care tip. I think that, for me, has changed the game. Um, And I actually enjoy showering. Like, I be like, ugh, I have to take a shower. (laughs) Like, it's so annoying. Well, for me, I would, like, have to stand there, like, you know, and sciatica would kick in or whatever. But now I'm like, eucalyptus kind of softens the shower moment. How do you do
1: it specifically?
2: I... We'll go to
3: Trader Joe's, or or wherever you want to get flowers, and I'll pick up a couple bundles of different eucalyptus, and I will tie them with twine around the stems, and I, depending on your shower head, I will just split the eucalyptus in half and put it around the shower head, and I take a hot shower. The steam really just helps that eucalyptus open up, and it it just smells amazing, and that for me is just refreshing, and it gets me through the day. How long does it last? up to four weeks okay I would say up to four weeks and not you just toss it and go grab some more yeah it's a good one
0: yeah stopping at Trader Joe's on my way home I love it I want to see your
3: eucalyptus on the shower
0: absolutely I think my favorite beauty tips so like I've always struggled with like eczema and severe dryness like on my legs and on my skin especially after shaving um and my skin was like always so irritated and burning and like So bad to the point where I would like be scratching like crazy and all of that. So my greatest hack if you have really dry skin on your legs is in the shower while your skin is still wet, take baby oil and massage it in and then let it sit like that for like 10 minutes before you dry off and it changes everything and it's like your skin just turns into butter. It's glorious.
1: She's never shared this tip with me ever in all of the (laughs) years that we have been friends, colleagues. You've been like keeping this hot tip to yourself.
0: Well, what's your hot tip? Let me see if I know it. (laughs) So
1: my hot tip actually began in my physical therapy days because we, you know, we're in a hospital setting. We're washing our hands all day long. It's your hands get dry and scaly. And I would watch the nurses. They would open these little packets of A&D ointment and they would just rub them all over their hands. And it's like a miracle. Like it hydrates your skin instantly. So now if I'm overwashing or if I have a dry patch, it's A and D ointment.
0: It's you never shared that with me. <laughs> oh, <what you're> <laughs> <laughs>
2: and my hot tip wouldn't be a tip if it wasn't about lashes. And all of those lash wands that you get when you get your lash extensions done, you save them. Keep them everywhere, one in your car, your purse, by your bedside. And then any of those extra ones you can use to clean your jewelry. You just dip in the solution and clean it. Um, They're really good at itching. So if (laughs) you have like a back of the ear or neck, you can itch it. Um, Also, you can dip those in castor oil and add it to your brows. And that helps stimulate growth on your eyebrows. And we all want fuller brows. We all survived the 90s. Those thin pencil eyebrows, like this is the tip you guys need. So save your lash wands when you get past the excessive point. (laughs) And those are just some tips to use it. That's a good one.
1: So what do you guys think people should expect from this podcast?
2: Everything.
0: I like that. Realness.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Authenticity, rawness, our experience through life. We all have different journeys. And I think that our experience is really just going to be, I mean, it it goes down so many different roads, so.
1: Like we said in the intro, so skincare, motherhood, business, life, um, strategies, tips for success, just different things. So thank you guys for listening to the Skinology Sessions podcast.